I truly love the role of being a working mom. I, I see that as having your cake and eating it too. That was Georgina. She's the mother of three boys, the wife of a police officer, and also a career-driven woman who finds a lot of value in her work. I'm so passionate about sharing her story because I also work full-time outside the home, and being a working mom is so, so hard. There's an incredible amount of things to balance, not the least of which is working mom guilt, which is absolutely a real thing. But Georgina has found ways to manage that, and she thinks she's all the better for it. I'm Heather Kuntz, and this is Motherhood Material. Georgina is both a mother and a corporate employee, which, let's be honest, means she has bosses in and out of the home. After all, she has three little boys, and we all know our kids can be far more demanding than any workplace leader. For Georgina, the first step in her motherhood journey began when she met her husband, her high school sweetheart. We actually met when we were 17 years old. His best friend at the time was dating my best friend and they played matchmaker. They thought we'd be a good match and we can go on double dates and they were right. Even before they were married, Georgina knew kids were going to be in the picture somehow. She always wanted to be a mom. I had a, a great mom um, and my Gateria just talking about it, but um, I saw how she loved me and I knew that I wanted to experience the same and um, always knew I wanted to be a mom. So as young as they were, Georgina and her then-boyfriend began mapping out their future life together, a life that definitely included parenthood. You know, very early on, we both knew that we were going to be parents, so it was a very odd thing. I never imagined that at 17 years old, I was going to be discussing how many kids I wanted to have and, you know, what their names were going to be and how we were going to parent these future children of ours. It actually felt very concrete plans back then, I think. I don't know that we could have imagined where we would have ended up, you know, 16 years later, but it kind of did feel like we were mapping out our lives even that that early on. And, um, you know, through college, we helped each other with our studies and really decide what we were going to do after we graduated. Georgina got married right after college and was excited to start a family. Two years later, they took that next step. Once we started trying, actually, the very first month, the very first cycle, I took a test and found out that it was positive. And it was very exciting. Um, didn't never imagine that it would have happened so quickly for us. And I was starting to plan how we we're going to tell our families. And I had called my doctor to set up my first appointment. But for Georgina and so many other women, things didn't go as planned. Somewhere between finding out that we were pregnant and when I was supposed to go to my first appointment, I ended up having a miscarriage. And um, to have something that we had been looking forward to for so long and had been preparing it, um, and, you know, we ended up in an emergency room and he was holding my hand and all I could do was just apologize as if I, I felt like I just did something wrong <laughs> to mess up our plans. Miscarriage is sadly pretty common, but that doesn't lessen the pain. Even now, so many years later, Georgina still surprises herself by getting emotional about the miscarriage. 
It was something she couldn't avoid, even in the workplace. Where I was working, there were actually two other um, women there at my office that were pregnant around the same time. And it was it was so hard <laughs> to go into work every day and um, be happy for them because, you know, rightfully so, they were excited. And at the same time, just feeling that I was missing out on something that I had wanted for so long. Georgina says the miscarriage changed her in a good way, too. She now had a very strong sense of the delicacy of pregnancy, and she knew not to take it for granted. When she became pregnant for the second time, she was motivated to be the best mom she could be. It really wasn't that long. Looking back on it, it was, you know, four months later was when I was able to get pregnant again. But I swear this, this felt like the longest four months of my life. I had a great doctor who knew that I was going to have a lot more anxiety the second time around. She offered any time that I wanted to, I could drive to her office and we would check for the heartbeat. And I did take her up on that. I went on um, more regular appointments than, you know, most people go to their doctor. Just I, I had to have the reassurance that everything was okay. It's perfectly natural to feel anxiety during pregnancy, especially following an unexplained loss. And that anxiety did affect Georgina. I tried really hard to not to not let it bother me and to just be excited about the pregnancy, but it was hard to not think about that and, you know, going to bed. I never knew if I was going to dream about it. But thankfully, Georgina did make it to delivery day. And like so many others, myself included, she came with a birth plan. I had this perfect birth plan typed out that I handed to the nurses and I'm sure they laughed behind my back at this birth plan that I had of no epidural and it was going to be all natural and it was just going to be a perfectly calm birth. Let's just say that's not how her birth story worked out. And that's usually how it goes, right? But whether he made his entrance according to plan or not, Georgina's son was soon in her arms, all eight pounds of him. I just stared at him and his little bassinet and I could not believe that that was my baby. This is He's my baby. This perfect little chubby baby was was mine. And everything that I had been through, I, I knew that right then and there, I would do it a million times over for him. Georgina and her husband adjusted, as much as new parents can, to life with their baby. Georgina returned to work and continued making strides in the office. In fact, she soon found herself packing for a business trip. Her husband and son were joining her, and she was prepared to give a work presentation. But something didn't feel right. I thought I was just nervous. I had a big presentation I was going to have to give. Um, ended up, I was pregnant. And right around the time that I took the test and found I was pregnant, I started bleeding. I'm um, having a lot of bleeding. And I thought, no, well, this is it. I'm, I'm having another miscarriage. And I don't know what I was thinking. I decided to go through with the trip anyways. I figured there was nothing that I could do to stop it. And I remember going on this business trip um, and trying to enjoy myself. On that trip, Georgina didn't take pictures or make too many memories, which she says is unlike her. She was too focused on what was happening to her body, and she was afraid it was another miscarriage. When they got back from the trip, Georgina's husband convinced her to take another pregnancy test. And soon, she found herself in the doctor's office for an ultrasound. Went to the doctor, had the ultrasound, and heard that just that beautiful sound, that little heartbeat. Baby was still there, healthy. Um, I had a condition uh, called a subchorionic hemorrhage, 
just some um, pockets of, of blood that form between the placenta and the uterus and they go away um, on their own. So I, it wasn't really anything to worry too much about um, as long as they didn't get any bigger. Luckily, Georgina had a healthy baby and eventually a third. As she and her husband grew their family, Georgina found herself battling some anxiety. It's common for women to feel sad or fearful after birth, but sometimes it can turn into more than that. And often, women don't even realize their feelings aren't normal. That happened to me, and it happened to Georgina too. Looking back, I know that that did affect a lot of, you know, how I felt in the beginning. Um, I always thought that it was, you know, that it's normal that when you're a new parent, you worry about things like SIDS. Um, you worry about, you know, are they eating enough? But I know that in my case, it was a lot more heightened, um, bordering sometimes on paranoia on top of um, having no sleep just because of the constant nursing, but um, just thinking, you know, something terrible is going to happen to my baby. Georgina's husband helped her navigate those rough times, and so did another aspect of her life that you might not expect. I also knew that, you know, I had this life outside of the home. I had a purpose that I had to focus on too. And it was a, a it's a distraction in a, in a very positive way. I feel like, um, I knew that I, you know, I had to keep it together. I have something to look forward to at the end of my maternity leave. I am going to need to start going back to work. So I need to get organized. Um, it was, it's really, it gives me the push that I need to really get in the right frame of mind. I can absolutely relate to this. I chose to be a working mom and trust me, I've heard all the judgment. I've had people look me in the eye and tell me I'm a horrible mother because I choose to work. But I think every woman is different. There's no right way. Some people are in a financial position that allows them to stay home. Others aren't. Some people want to be with their kids all day. Some don't. It's not a matter of what you think is right. Instead, it's a matter of what works for each person. Because everyone is different. And for some people, like me and Georgina, working helps us manage our anxiety. It helps us be better versions of ourselves. Although it can be seen that work adds, adds stress, um, I think that it also can help. Um, and it really, it helps me deal with that, that anxiety and not letting it kind of take over. So for me, having a career, it helps me manage more, you know, my anxiety that I, that I have um, and some of the inadequacies that I might feel as a mom. Um, it helps me deal with us to where I can, I can feel more capable. Um, being challenged at work, you know, having, with my, having my intellect used, I, I know that I have this worth as a person and it makes me feel like I, when I, if I can accomplish this for my company, I can most definitely be a good mom for my kids. And Georgina says her career helps fill a gap that is sometimes caused by motherhood. You know those moments when you feel defeated like you've done everything wrong and you're not cut out for parenthood. Georgina's work helps her realize she's more than those moments. Having those goals at, in the workplace that you can work towards and meet, sometimes it's the pick-me-up that I need when I'm feeling, you know, kind of low at home or a little bit defeated, um, dealing with, you know, behavior issues with my kids or just feeling like, you know, the normal inadequacies that I feel like, you know, many moms experience where they feel like they're failing in an area. I have this side of me that gives me fulfillment and that reassures me that I, I can set goals and I can meet them. 
Um, I really do think that working makes me a better mom, a more centered mom, uh, more well-rounded. Um, I always worry about being the best mom that I can be for my kids. And I feel that I can do that because I'm a working mom, because I have interests um, outside to keep me occupied. For Georgina, motherhood has actually advanced her career. For example, after the birth of her first son, she didn't feel her current job was challenging enough. She didn't think it was worth leaving her child for. So she applied for a higher position, and she interviewed for that position while nursing her son. After her second son, she applied for another promotion and got it. She was accepted into graduate school, and she ran a marathon. She says all of that made her feel like superwoman, and it should. But of course, being a working mom is hard too. It's seriously one of the most difficult things. Because when you're delivering a rock star presentation in front of executives, you'll get a phone call that your child is throwing up at school. Or the night before a big work assignment is due, your child will remember their science fair project and the world will stop for that. You're forced to find an impossible balance between doctor's appointments, therapies, daycare issues, field trips, and overtime promotions, deadlines, and meetings. And it all leads to one thing, guilt. I feel like a lot of those things come through what we perceive or expectations of us. I think that, and especially with a working mom, you might get those from, from two different angles. You know, are you, are you doing enough as a mom? And then in the workplaces, are you doing enough as, you know, an employee for your company? Are you really working as hard as you should be? Um, are you doing as much as you can for your kids? It's, it's really hard not to look at what, others definition of success is and measuring yourself up, up against them. Um, you know, you might think am I, I should be making a certain salary by now. I should be have this certain role or, you know, on the mom's side, well, my job is keeping me from being able to volunteer in the, in the PTO or I'm missing out on field trips. Um, it can get easy to get caught up into what you're not doing enough on either side. But Georgina doesn't get caught up in all of that. For her, being a working mom is worth all the stress because she finds fulfillment and she's setting an example. I truly love the role of being a working mom. I, I see that as having your cake and eating it too. Um, you have your career that engages your intellect and helps you grow professionally. Um, you feel that sense of satisfaction when you accomplish goals. Um, and in the end, you have, on the other side, you have your your family and you feel like you're setting this example for your children uh, of what it would look like to, you know, to succeed in a career that hopefully you're setting an example for them to be able to build on that and, you know, for them to seek their own success. For Georgina, it's allowed her to set an example of a healthy relationship as well. When she was in graduate school, her husband had to fill in a lot. And she says that was something she was proud her sons could see. My boys got to see their dad, you know, not take over most of the um, chores at home, but really take over all. I was working and then going to school in the evening. So he was the one uh, picking them up from school, helping them with their homework, making dinner, uh, cleaning the house for uh, those two years that I was going to school. Um, they can see that what a, a relationship looks like where you're working as a team. Setting strong examples is important to Georgina. After all, she gets emotional when she talks about her personal example of devotion, her mother. And I have, um, I think, a great example in, in, in my mom. You know, she's she's happily married now and um, 
her and my my dad, I call him my dad and my stepdad, have been married for many years now. But for a long time, it was just her and I. And I I got to see that firsthand. Um, you know, she wasn't like most parents. Uh, she was working. She didn't just work one job. She was usually working two jobs for both of us. So she was also not the type of parent that was there at the school volunteering or able to go to the field trips with you know, with me, like a lot of my peers did, but I, I got to see, you know, that what she was doing was for me. Um, so I never felt like I missed out on, and I know that that's what came through to me, just her devotion to, to me, to give me the best life. And that devotion has led Georgina to find ways to balance, including self-care. I know from the bottom of my heart, nothing that I wouldn't do for my kids. And I, I take a, a different uh, an approach that my, most people might not think is very straightforward, but I focus on myself, uh, on what I need, um, because then I know that I can give the best of me to them. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's like in the end, it's for them, but then I, I always what I need to do for myself um, so that I know that I'm always going to be there for them in whatever capacity that they need me in. If you're a working mom, you're on your last week of maternity leave, or you're preparing to re-enter the workforce, you're not alone. And Georgina has some really powerful advice for you. You're going to be judged for the decisions that you make, no matter what. It's just the way that it is. I don't think that it can be helped. I think that it's natural. I think that even those with the best intentions, you know, myself included, sometimes we pass judgment on other moms because they parent differently than we do. Um, and that's fine that people are entitled to their opinions, but that as long as you find that peace within yourself and then with the decisions that you're making, um, I think that would help a lot to deal with the feelings of uh, being, being overwhelmed when you think that you're not meeting all the expectations at work and at home, you know, not looking at what you think others definition of success. And I think that it's important to, to, to make that, to find that for yourself, you know, what, what would it look like for you to feel fulfilled in the workplace or what would it take for you to feel like you're being a good mom? You know, that sometimes it might mean a perfectly clean house for somebody, I mean, you know, spotless floors. And for somebody else, it's might be, you know, being a little messy because then that means they can spend more time with their kids. I think that whatever you decide for your family and for yourself, that you just go after it with conviction. Um, you know, you shouldn't, fix it on what you're missing as a working mom. Um, don't, don't look at what you're, the, the opportunities to volunteer that you're not taking um, or at work. Don't look at that you know, additional responsibility that you have to pass on um, as something negative, but to think that you are making the best decision for you and to be able to give the best uh, to your family. So, you know, understanding that what is fulfilling to you might not be to others and just being okay with that. And that's what it's all about, making the best decisions for your family. And for everyone, that's going to look different. It's like Georgina said, you're going to be judged no matter what you decide to do. So while she believes her boys do deserve a mom who can volunteer for every field trip and pick them up from school every day, Georgina chooses to focus on what she can do, not what she can't. I don't focus on when I can't be there with for them at school. I focus on, I have this career. They think that my job is the coolest. Um, I work in a building that's the global headquarters for my company. So I, I get to take them on these unique experiences that they 
wouldn't have. And so I choose to focus on that. And I think, you know, my kids have a different experience than others because I'm a working mom, but that does not need to be something negative. Georgina's story is so important because it's a side of the controversial working mom dynamic that we don't talk about enough. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a full-time working mom, what matters is love. As long as I do it with love, that it's something that they can turn into a positive as they build their own lives. Thank you to Georgina for sharing her powerful story with us. I hope you were inspired. Join us next week for another motherhood story. Thanks for listening. Motherhood Material is produced by me, Heather Kuntz. Music by Eric Medias. For more information or to be featured, contact motherhoodmaterialpod at gmail.com.